0: What's up everybody, it's Pastor James and welcome back to our midweek Bible study. Today we are starting chapter 4 as Solomon talks about listening to a Father's wise advice. So you have to remember that the past two weeks, at chapter 3 dealt with trusting in the Lord and I want to say uh, this before we begin reading chapter 4, um, that we need to trust in the Lord in order to be able to trust a Father's advice. Um you know, it's it's easy to remind ourselves that the Lord is perfect, and as we uh, trust in Him, that we trust in perfection, but our fathers are not perfect, and as we age, we lose sight of this great image of our father as it gives way to the imperfections that start coming forth as we grow and we mature as individuals, and as teenagers, we identify a lot of the imperfections more than the good things about our, our both parents, but especially our fathers. But it doesn't mean that we should neglect a father's advice. Um, No, they're not perfect, but in their love for you and I, many times our fathers give better advice than examples. And we have to remember that. And we should listen when they speak as an act of faith in trusting God that his word calls us to honor our father and mother, as it says in the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter twenty. But listening is a way of honoring, and that's what we're called to do. So read with me Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1-3, through three, and we'll talk about a father's wise advice. My children, listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment, for I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions, for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. As Solomon starts out this chapter... There's obviously a need for him to encourage his sons to listen when they are being corrected by him. You know, a good father loves and corrects his children. The worst thing that we can do for a child is to make them think that they can do whatever they want and that they can say whatever they want and that there are no consequences. Because while as a parent or a a father especially, you may love your children despite their bad behaviors, their bad habits, their bad languages. Uh, their lack of manners, their destructive tendencies, their lack of respect, etc. As a parent, you will love your child whether they do these things or not. But the rest of the world will not be so willing to let your child get away with the things that you might be willing to let them get away with. You will love them unconditionally, but the rest of the world will not. And we need to understand that at first, the rest of the world will ignore them and they'll avoid them. But once that is no longer an option, people will begin to try and bring the monsters that we have created under control. And if that doesn't work, then basically our children will be ostracized. They'll be pushed out. They'll be unincluded, both in friend circles and family circles, social circles, business circles. It will affect them for the rest of their lives. Because people will not put up with a child that is not disciplined, and they most definitely will not put up with an adult that is not disciplined. And make no mistake about it now, it might be our baby, but one day they will be an adult. And the only thing worse than an undisciplined child is an undisciplined adult. So, um, you know, just to give you an example, this is why 97% of the men that are in prison have grown up in homes without fathers. There is a direct correlation between children that have fathers and children that do not. Um, it is very obvious. It's, it's, I mean, you cannot ignore the simple fact that fathers make a huge difference in a child's life. So if you're a kid listening this morning, um, a young person who's uh, having a hard time with your father, listen to them. Um, they may not give you the perfect example, but if they truly love you, if you can tell whether or not your father truly loves you, They are trying their best to give you good advice and give you good direction. Um, There are exceptions. There are fathers who are terrible, and they don't care about their children. But, you know, we have to take into consideration that if your father loves you despite their faults, they generally want the best for you. And so, um, you know, even amongst my own friends, I can see a huge difference in the ones whose fathers stayed on them, pushed them guided them through life versus the one whose fathers let them do whatever they wanted and get away with everything Um, as adults being in our uh, creeping in on 40 this coming year uh, i will say that it is very obvious that the ones whose fathers did not push them correct them guide them it has played uh, havoc in their life they have struggled more than others So Solomon knows what he's talking about. And I'm sure that growing up in in the palace underneath King David as his father, um, he witnessed a lot of examples of what not to do. Um, He witnessed his older brothers uh, being rebellious. You know, you got to think, one of his brothers raped their half-sister. Um, Absalom killed that half brother. Absalom rebelled against his father, led a civil war in the country. David had to flee from Jerusalem. As Absalom uh, basically raped or slept with his his father's wife out wives out in public, and uh, you know Solomon witnessed um, a lot inside uh, that temple growing up, or not temple but palace growing up, and. and realized and saw what it meant for someone who was willing to listen to their father and someone who wasn't Solomon was willing to listen as we'll find out here in a second but he wanted to teach his sons and he wanted to pass along the wonderful wisdom that he had received from his own father and that he had received from God and from other things that he wanted to give to his son so he's pleading with them and it seems like his sons are not very willing to listen which uh It is a little surprising. So Solomon's not perfect. We know that. We talked about that at the very beginning as we talked about uh, the book of Proverbs before we ever started. Solomon struggled with idolatry. Um, He fell away from the Lord at a time in his life. Um, He did a lot of things wrong. But it doesn't mean that he did not have his son's best interest in mind and at heart. And I think that is what we have to remember. For the most part, our parents... If we can if we can say okay i really believe that my parents love me if they love you they have your best interests at heart they're not perfect they're not always going to give 100 percent the best advice but they do care about you and they want you to do well and as a parent you need to remember that you may not be perfect but if you love your children you always have their best interests in mind so never stop talking to them never stop guiding them never stop leading them And we have a calling as Christians to honor our father and mother. And um, one of the ways that we can do that is to simply listen to them. Um, And again, I want to say, I know there are exceptions. I know there are parents out there, fathers uh, and mothers, who who don't deserve to be parents. They don't love their children. They have been mean and cruel and done terrible things. But for the most part, I think any father or mother... Loves their child, their children, and wants the best for them. And so as uh, even no matter what age they are, there's a calling on our life to honor them, to respect them, and to listen to them. And you never know. They're not perfect. So while they're talking, you may learn what not to do. Um, You may not always learn from them what to do, but you can at least learn what not to do. And so even in that, listening to them can guide you and help you with your own children in the future. All right? So, let's read Proverbs chapter 4, verses 4 through 9, and we'll talk a little bit more. It says, My Father taught me, take my words to heart, follow my commandments, and you will live. Get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her, and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do, and whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown." Now, as we said before, Solomon grew up with King David as his father. And I can imagine the pressure and responsibilities that went along with that. Um, How daunting that would have been for uh, young men to grow up with a father like David who was a mighty warrior, who killed tens of thousands of men, who slayed Goliath, who uh, conquered nations and kings, who became this great, amazing king uh, to be revered for all of world history, to be a musician, to be a poet, to be a singer, to to do everything that he did. I mean, David was amazing. And in the midst of this, um, David was not perfect. In fact, if you go back and you read the passages of Scripture that record David's life, David made a lot of mistakes. And so, you know, his sons had to decide for themselves whether or not they were going to listen to David or whether they were going to follow his example. And you know, none of us are perfect. And so we have to be really careful in this that we don't shy away from leading our children whenever we realize we've messed up or we made a mistake. We repent, we ask for forgiveness, we confess, and we do that not only with God, but we do that with our children. We acknowledge our failures because a person who can acknowledge their failures can also correct them. If you can't acknowledge it, then you can't correct them. And so, if you can acknowledge your wrongs, your children will respect you that much more and know that at least you're aware enough of yourself to correct your wrongs, and they'll respect you so much more and be more willing to listen. But even if you don't handle everything the right way, your children can still learn from you what to do or what not to do. And so you constantly need to be pouring in them. The amazing thing in this is that when you look at David, um, he wasn't perfect. And yes, Absalom had a really hard time. One of his other sons raped his own sister. There was a lot of stuff going on. But in the midst of it, Solomon is sitting back and he's watching and he's listening. If you notice verses 4 through 9, they are in quotations. Solomon is quoting his father's plea to take his words to heart, follow his commands, and live. In verse 4, it affirms... The Ten Commandments, that if you honor your father and mother, you will live a long life. Well, if you take David's words to hearts, you follow his commands, you will live. And so all of these verses, verses 4 through 9, are pleas for David to Solomon. And Solomon was willing to listen. Solomon gained this wisdom, so he is passing on the wisdom of David to his own sons in this moment. And uh, it really is amazing to see that. Uh, Even though Solomon did not seem to have a lot of luck with his own sons listening to him, because we don't really read a lot about his sons. His, His son that took over the throne within a matter of a couple of years basically messed up the kingdom of Israel and split it in two. He did not do a very good job. He did not listen to Solomon and the wisdom. He did not follow the Lord. But in the midst of this, Solomon cared enough to pass along this information and he cared enough to give it to his sons and a lot of times what we do and what we feel called to do we have to be really careful that we don't get so focused and pigeonholed on a specific thing or a specific person because it may not be successful for what we want it to be but it's very successful for what God wants it to be and when you think about Solomon He's passing along all this wisdom, he's, he, and right here he's passing along the wisdom of his, of his own father trying to pass it on to his sons. And his sons may not get this, but now this is recorded in the very word of God. And think about how many Christians over the past 2,000 years have read the book of Proverbs and have benefited from the wisdom of Solomon. And I think that's the thing that we have to remember that that Solomon is passing this along to sons who are, are do, do not seem to be very willing to listen, but he's still trying. He's still doing everything he can to communicate wisdom to them. And so, uh, as Solomon talks about the first, you know, little bit of saying, "Hey, listen to me. I'm trying to give you good advice. I too was once." Where you are. It was hard for me to listen. I was tenderly loved by my mother as the only child, and my father poured into me and corrected me and rebuked me. I know what it's like, but listen to me. This is good for you because Solomon realizes how beneficial it is. And he's trying to communicate that to his own sons. And you can't receive, you can't expect to receive wisdom from God if you're not willing to be obedient. By honoring your father and mother. And you can't uh, expect to receive wisdom if you're not going to obey the commandments and obey God's word. And accept wisdom and discipline and correction in your life. They go hand in hand. True wisdom is understanding the wonderful benefit of being corrected. And the thing that we have to remind ourselves is, just as our parents are not perfect, (coughs) we are not perfect. (coughs) So one last thing that I want to uh, draw your attention to from those verses is, um, let's see, what verse is it? It is verse 7 where it talks about uh, where David tells Solomon, getting wisdom is the wisest thing that you can do. And I love that. Uh, and I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with the former uh, Major League Baseball player Yogi Berra. Um, he played in the 50s and 60s, but Yogi Berra was a phenomenal ball player, but that he was really funny. And he had all these quotes, and they call them yogiisms, uh, where he would say these things that sounded kind of goofy and like they didn't mean anything at all. But then when you actually thought about what he said, there was a lot of genius in it that it was very simple, very practical, and it was very true. And so when you read verse 7 where Solomon is quoting his father and he says, look, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. It's like, that sounds goofy and simple, but it's so true. Like, if you really want to be wise, the wisest thing you can do is to gain wisdom. And, and there's so much truth in that. And, and it's just a reminder that when you're reading the book of Proverbs, to remember that these are short verses. They're kind of choppy. They're divided up so that we can remember them. And so as you are uh, studying this book over the next several weeks, and you're listening to this podcast, you just remember verse 7, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Most beneficial thing you can do in your life, know the Lord and get his wisdom. Like that's the wisest thing you can do. And and David says it so uh, simplistically that it's getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. You can't say it any better than that because it's so simple. It's a little goofy, but it's so true. And so um, let's read verses 10 through 13 as uh, we go back to this uh plea of Solomon asking his sons to listen to him because he's he's just finished quoting his father and now he's coming back to begging his sons to listen to him so let's read verses 10 to 13 together my child listen to me and do as I say and you will live you will have a long good life I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths when you walk you won't be held back when you run you won't stumble take hold of my instructions don't let them go Guard them, for they are the key to life. So verses 10 through 13 are these pleads of a good father. Solomon is asking his sons to listen to him, And he's offering his sons something wonderful, whether they realize it or not. A long and good life. And that's great because, you know, we said this a few weeks ago. But the only thing worse than having a short life would be to live a really long time, but be miserable the whole time that you're living. So, listening to your parents gives you a long and good life. Again, there's another verse affirming the Ten Commandments. Affirming, honoring your father and mother, and the days of your life on earth will be lengthened. He also offers a straight path. One of the biggest things that you will hear young people say is that they just don't know what to do where to go, what decision to make. It's really hard. Well, if we follow God, if we're honoring Him, all those decisions, all those things, God will make them obvious. He will light away. He will show us. And He can remove some of those paths in our life and simplify the choices for us. Uh, He He can weed out some of those things for us. The problem is, is that most people don't like being... Uh, or lacking the control or having the options taken away. And so the idea of some people, I don't want you to take away my options. I want to be able to choose. It's like, well, God can narrow these things down for you and make this choice so much easier. He can make it so obvious what you're supposed to do, but you have to be willing to trust Him and let Him do it. And most people aren't willing to do that. It's something that scares people uh, in their whole life. You know, like some people just don't want their life being mapped out. And we rebel for many different reasons against the Lord, but God knows what's best for us, and we have to remind ourselves to trust Him. Listening to our fathers and mothers a lot of times can help us find the path that the Lord wants for us. Now, that that's not 100% true because sometimes our parents can um, you know, lead us astray in certain ways, but for the most part, they love you and they have your best interests in mind. But we have to be Willing to uh, seek common sense and understanding, discernment, and wisdom. And as we're seeking the Lord, I believe that the Lord will help us sift through the things that our parents communicate to us. So out of love, we listen to. Out of respect. Out of honoring our father and mother, we listen to them. In the midst of that, God gives us the ability to discern and have good judgment To learn what to do from them, but also learn what not to do from them. And just even thinking about how awesome it would be to walk with freedom and ease. You know, one of the things that we take for granted is that um, we just hope that life is just going to fall in place and everything's going to be great and hunky-dory, but a lot of times it's not. But if we follow the Lord, one of the principles of this is that if we listen to our Father's teachings, if we seek out wisdom and understanding... Uh, It will lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. And all of those things sound very appealing. They should sound appealing to anybody who wants to live life. And then he finishes up in verse 13 saying, A father's instructions are the key to life. There is something very grounded, very practical and beneficial from the advice of a father. If we don't take hold of them we we will lose the key to the life. And how disappointing would that be? And I can tell you from my own personal experience, it's like, you know, my father did not give a perfect example. Um, there were a lot of things that he messed up in, but there were a lot of things he did really well in. And in life, I had to decide um, whether or not I was just going to Uh, follow everything that he said do, where I I was going to blindly just do what he did and follow what he said, or if I was going to uh, totally discard him and what he said, or if I was going to pick and choose. If I was going to say, hey, uh, he's not perfect, but he gives a lot of good advice and he's done a lot of good things. And he's also done some dumb things and bad things. And I can learn from those things what not to do. And a truly wise person, can uh can listen to their father and mother and and learn and grow from all the things to do and all the things not to do, and so you're not just being handcuffed in this as scripture calls us to uh, listen to our our father's teaching, but really it's giving us a great opportunity to learn and grow. Uh, because as we do what God wants us to do, we learn and grow in wisdom. And we learn and grow in the Spirit. And we grow closer to the Lord in the midst of this. And then we have all these principles that can be applied to our life if we're following the very Word of God. So if we neglect our Father's teachings and we don't desire the wisdom of God, we're losing the very thing about this physical life that has meaning. Solomon said um, to take hold of my instructions and guard them because they are the key to life. I mean, you know, it's, it's like there's nothing... There's nothing in this life that symbolizes our relationship with God more than our relationship with our earthly father. And we have to understand that. For better or for worse, no matter how good or bad they are, they are an earthly representation of our heavenly father. And there's always something that we can learn from them and cling to them. So Solomon is pleading with his sons, the wisest man on earth is pleading with his sons to listen to his teachings. And it doesn't seem like his sons ever take hold of them. But thankfully, you and I get to benefit from them thousands of years later. And that's how amazing and faithful God is. His word never returns void. God will work it out. If we're faithful, if we do what God is calling us to do, he'll work it out no matter what. So my challenge to you today is be faithful. Listen to your parents, no matter how old or senile they may be, no matter how bad they be, just listen to them. Um have enough wisdom and, and discernment in your own life to pick and choose what's what they say that's good, what they say that's bad and you can learn from them what not to do or what not to say, but honor them. And in doing this, just like Solomon, uh, pour into your children, pour into them like teach them, guide them, even if you're not perfect, even if you've made mistakes, pour into them. It may not sink into your own children but it may sink into someone else. Just like Solomon's wisdom has sunk into the hearts of thousands, probably millions of Christians over the past thousand years as we have all had access to this wonderful book of Proverbs. So let's pray together. I'll let you guys go. Father in heaven, thank you so much for another beautiful day, for everything you bless us with. Please be with us and guide us in all that we do. Help us to honor you and serve you with our lives. And Lord, as we live for you, give us wisdom, understanding, discernment, good judgment, Help us to honor our parents. Help us to benefit from the principles of this book of Proverbs as we follow and serve you. We love you and ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in for another week. As always, we love you. We're praying for you. We hope to see you in person, but if not, catch us on Facebook, YouTube, or the podcast. Have a great week.